a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Mighty Main Street on KSL, the faces and places of Utah. This business show features interviews with our small business community that make us proud while driving our Utah job market. We're supported by Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. I have Missy Grice with me with Publix Coffee. And Missy, we were talking about Nourish to Flourish. And where are you right now with Nourish to Flourish? So funding, you know, funding runs out and grants run out and individual donations run out. So they've scaled back and we were... We just fulfill our 90 days with them, and then I don't know where they are with it. Now, I I believe it's still happening, but just on a smaller scale. That makes sense. Um, That's brilliant. That's a great idea to keep keep the restaurateurs going and and keep your chefs on board. And uh, plus take care of our fabulous population of people that needed it at the time. Yes. And, you know, I think also Salt Lake Economic Development within the mayor's office, they, they really need to be acknowledged for the level of communication that they provided all of us i mean across the industry small business um such great resources such great connection for questions and needing answers and and then also they were really inquisitive like asking all the questions like what is happening now what stage are you guys at now how can we support you and that was incredible to see i really i think salt lake city really needs to be commended there's been so much that has happened i mean remember the earthquake (laughs) (laughs) remember when all the trees fell down in september i mean a lot has happened and all of the things that went on with social injustice in may and protests and i mean there's been a lot going on and i think the city really needs to be commended for kind of just keeping the keeping the the peace in a way you know keeping us moving forward Small business drives our economy. That's the end of the story. Yeah. I mean, and, and in Utah, small business really drives our economy. We're not a big Fortune 500 market. This isn't a major market. We're a large market. And so, you know what, Missy, we, we need you. Uh, we need to make sure that you're viable and that you stay that you stay on board and you stay in business and you continue to contribute to our community. It's critically important. You got you know what small business creates our jobs in the state of Utah. And you know yeah. everything you've said about Salt Lake City and Salt Lake County is so important, especially since Salt Lake County is the largest county in the Wasatch Front. 
by, you know, a little shy of 50%. And so the business that they are responsible for is enormous. And that's why I'm telling you what, Missy, we are going to be the number one economy coming out of this situation. And I think that we've done a wonderful job from a vaccination standpoint. And I'm just really proud of Utah. And I'm I'm proud of you and the work that you've done. Tell me about... Um, and I know that we want to have the your Hive group on. Give us an idea of what you did to also reformat your business so that you could uh, keep your people employed. And talk, talk to us a, a, for a minute about the Hive, and then we'll make sure we have the Hive on so we can go a little bit deeper. But give us yeah. an idea of what you've done with the yeah. Hive. Well, thank you. So it's called Hive Eats SLC, and that is the website. So HiveEatsSLC.com. And what we did at the end of summer Dean Perros, who owns Cucino Wine Bar on 2nd Avenue, and then Scott Evans, who owns Pago and Finca, and then a gentleman, James Roberts, who owns Redirect Digital Marketing. We we all just started kind of distancing on a patio, and really it was Dean and Scott and I going from panic to planning. Um, you know, what will happen when it starts snowing again and what's going to happen when people don't want to go out for, and even pick up takeout. So we created a model whereby there are 10 restaurants where you go to one website, you order meals from any of the restaurants, one to 10 of them. You can order one or 17 or more. And we have orders come in by Sunday night. And then we've contracted with a private delivery company, uh, Wasatch Food Rush, and they deliver the meals on Thursdays between three and six. So started kind of small and then now we're doing about 500 meals a week between the 10 restaurants and it equals out to about 200 customers because people are ordering more than one meal and then we just ordered or added the hive pantry so we're stocking there a more jam normal ice cream products table x bread public coffee public granola um, Le Madeline has some desserts on there, and then the Bartender's Box, which is um, out of the Top Shelf Bartending Company up in Park City. So all of those items can be added to your delivery, kind of like pantry items. Um, we did it just we did it out of panic, and it worked. And I think people are asking if we're going to continue, and I think this is something that will continue because it's a once a week delivery right to your door, ten dollar flat fee. We give the delivery guys the full delivery fee and it's really been about kind of keeping the dream alive keeping the brand alive keeping people you know open we just brought on himalayan kitchen which is exciting and it's really great to have him on because i know he was struggling to keep his doors open be downtown you know what a great idea and what a perfect name for utah the beehive state uh hi yeah. <laughs> i love that we had and you know we had what a we, lot of other names that we were trying <laughs> we were trying to keep it relevant, right? I think it's so. fabulous. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And you know, uh, one of the things I love hearing from some of our small businesses, Missy, is that with the uh, shift that people had to make, that they're identifying areas that they'll continue um, after this yeah. after this calms down, that they'll continue because it's just ended up being another financial model. And so if there's any good news from all of this, it's just it's taught us that we're resilient. Uh, I love what you said about you went from from panic to planning. That is just, that's brilliant because, you know, you got out of the panic mode. I mean, we we can all as human beings, we can all relate to that. But sometimes we get stuck. You know, we just get stuck in the yeah. panic mode and we're rocking back and forth, sucking her thumb. But you guys snapped out of it and started planning. And I love that. 
Yeah, it was it was interesting. And you know what else has happened during this time is I think our industry, independent restaurants, bars, um, small businesses that are in food, you know, any of the wholesale uh, manufacturers, like we've all really come together and bonded and gotten to know each other. And, you know, there can always be competition, but there's also just an incredibly solid ecosystem now and a line of communication that is so open and so supportive and it's been great. And I mean, if that's one thing I can say that came out of this, it's just really getting to know some of the people in the industry who maybe I knew their name, maybe I had their phone number, but I didn't know them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are brothers and sisters. Now this, this is another yes, family for you. It's a whole nother yes, family. Missy Grice has been such a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much for your resilience and for your stick to I'm very impressed with it. Um, would you give us your website? Uh, it, let's just focus on Publix right now. Give us your website yes. and the locations where you're open, okay? Yes. Um, it's publiccoffee.com, and that is P-U-B-L-I-K-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. And we are open at 9th and 9th at Public Kitchen and at Public Coffee Avenues for takeout on 3rd Avenue G Street. And then our roastery is open for online orders, for pickup and shipping. And we've got Hy-Vee's SLC. Well, Missy, all One the best to you. Time. Thank you, Chris. It's so nice to connect again. Absolutely. And uh, and we did it. I'm very proud of us. We, we yeah. made it happen because I know you've been really busy. Once again, you were brought to us by Visit Salt Lake. And so we really appreciate you. At, and I'll see you at the 9th and 9th location. So hang in there, Missy. And we'll be back to talk to you about Hy-Vee's at another time. All the best to you. Thank you, Chris. Check out our interviews on the podcast page of kslnewsradio.com. I'm Chris Redgrave, host of Mighty Main Street. Stick around for more stories on KSL Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.